What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith from ESPN, and you're listening to Sport Power Talk. Holla. This is former world champion boxer Showtime Sean Porter. You listen to Sports Power Talk. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the University of brought to you by the most dangerous men in talk sports. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. This is Sports Power Talk with in-depth analysis. Hugh Jackson, how could we ever forget you and the life lessons you gave us? Valuable personal insight. Did you hit a game winner in an actual league, you know? Uh, Yeah, that's my one con I have on my resume. I've never played organized basketball. (laughs) (laughs) And the hottest takes. No, I don't don't like what he said about Ben Roethlisberger. Nobody cares. from Kobe Hall inside the University of Akron. This is Sports Power Talk. You're listening to the best sports talk show this side of Lake Erie. My name is Kyle Molinelli. Thank you all for tuning into this lovely show we have planned for you on this Sunday morning after a crazy, crazy week inside the sports world. I am joined today by a few of my analysts. I'm joined by Dan Groen. Happy holidays. Happy holidays indeed. And I'm also joined by Jake Murren. Hello. Hello, everybody. How are you guys doing? Just fine. Just peachy? Yeah, not too bad. Semester's over. Nothing you can, nothing, no complaints? Nothing uh, like that? Oh, yeah, the semester is over. How, are yeah. we, how did we, how do we do in finals? The finals that we did have, not too bad. That we did have. Not okay. too bad. Uh, how about the finals we didn't have, though? That's the, <laughs> that's the real question. Are we, uh, are we worried about there? I mean, I did well in my classes. That's all I'll say. I can't ask for much more, can you? I mean, I graduated, so I don't have to worry about this stuff ever again. There you go. Uh, but there is other stuff to worry about, uh, like sports. And that's the reason why we're all here today. I was. Yeah, what could be more important than that? Um, I'm sure nothing. That's what. Well, yeah, right now, no, there's nothing more important. Uh, so we're going to talk about a lot today. We're going to talk about. Uh, we're going to give a quick update on the zips. Uh, we're going to give a quick update on their uh, situation in the men's basketball team. Uh, there was a COVID uh, scare. I don't know if it was confirmed or not, but uh, we'll talk a little bit about that. Uh, we'll also talk about the MLB lockouts uh, and the absolute frustration that I am just receiving from all of this. It's just leaving a bad taste in my mouth, and I'm not very happy with it. Uh, we'll also talk about the Cavs and them being a top 10 team in the power rankings. The Cavs are back, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm finally that's our back. I'm finally able to shout from the rooftops because I was right. I can say that without I I'm, I was right. Yeah. So I'm gonna just rub it in everybody's face. Uh, we'll also talk about college sports. We'll talk about college basketball, college football a little bit. Uh, we'll also talk about the Browns and their oh, grocery list of people on the uh, COVID nineteen list. So all that and more today on SPT. Uh, so, like I mentioned at the top of the show, we're going to talk about the Zips uh, and just the the poor situation that we found ourselves in. Um, our last game that we played was this past Wednesday night at Wright State, which we got the win, 66-48. Very good win for the men's team, uh, which I believe is their fifth win in a row. Yes, it is. Uh, they were pretty hot uh, before on the bus ride back, though. Uh, there was a COVID scare, and so we all had to go into lockdown. 
Uh, it was Greg Tribble was the one reportedly on side the list. Uh, he was fine, though. Uh, we talked to uh, Coach Gross this past Thursday at the Coach's Show live at Brookhouse Tavern and Tap. Self-plug. Um, we were supposed to play Radford tomorrow night. Uh, the game got postponed, uh, so there will be no game. We do not know when it will be later, uh, but we will play at Bowling Green this Wednesday, the 20, actually next Wednesday, the 29th. Uh, so 10 days from now, and we'll then be next, starting a Mac play. Next home game is going to be New Year's Day, I believe. Correct, against Northern Illinois. And uh, we will be, I will be at that game. So, That's uh, a lie. Yeah, so gentlemen, what, real quick, what are your thoughts on the Zips real quick for the basketball team? Because I think we, uh, after the tournament, the Gulf Coast Showcase, I think we finally found our group. I think we're starting, finally starting to uh, hit where we're supposed to be. Absolutely. They're 7-3 and three right now. They haven't played any games within the MAC yet, but I believe that the rest of their games at some point will be all MAC games, I believe. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, after kind of having a so-so start, they've gotten really hot. They're 7-3. and three. They're second place in the MAC right now. Uh, I love what I see from them on both sides of the ball. I'm most impressed with Enrique Freeman uh, averaging a double-double, 12.6 points, 11.3 rebounds. And just Who was to, Mac Player of the Week uh, last week, by the way? Right. And they're just playing a very good team uh, brand of basketball right now. And Freeman, we, he's, he's taken a huge step up from where he was uh, in previous years. Mac Defensive Player of the Year last year. And he's been... Uh, one thing I will say about Enrique as well is that uh, in the couple of games of this winning streak is that he's had two game-winning... I, I mean... Put away as uh, he wasn't game winning, but it was really this the dagger that won the games for him yeah. against uh, Marshall and uh, S uh, Southern U. Uh, put two putback dunks where he both got an and one on. Right. So Enrique has been playing out of his mind, and you really love to see it because uh, coming into this year, we really didn't know where the uh, team would be offensively without Lauren Christian Jackson, who is doing fantastic overseas, by the way, and personally, probably just a matter of time before he gets picked up by an NBA team because. Uh, a lot of teams could use that scoring talent, and uh, the way he moves the ball is just fantastic. But uh, anyways, yes, the Zips, uh, we're doing fantastic. And John Gross, obviously, one of the things he always preaches to everybody is that we're their defense first team. And you can see that. I think uh, coming into the season, we were a little all over the place with that. Now we're, I think we're starting to, finally starting to find our footing. We are going in the right direction. And uh, even though we won't have a game tomorrow against Radford, I think we're going to see it next week against Bowling Green. So there's a lot of time off. Uh, the game still might be uh, postponed within the next week or so, so we don't know exactly when it will be, but we will see. With how this, with how COVID is going around, I mean, this is probably all the no, it's probably only the beginning of a big wave of postponement postponements that we're probably going to see for probably a good month. I hope not, but you know, you know how these things go. Yeah, yeah, that's affecting all Ohio teams right now pretty bad. So oh. I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, you could say that again. Like Cle- Cleveland State and uh, the Ohio State Buckeyes basketball teams are struggling with it too. So yeah, unbelievable. It's everywhere. Yep. It is unbelievable. Uh, meanwhile, the women's team uh, will be in Vegas this uh, week uh, for their uh, tournament. Though, so they will be participating in that. We'll see how they do. Uh, so good luck to Coach Melissa Jackson and her squad uh, moving forward. Um, so that's the update on the Zips. Oh, they played on my birthday against Kent State. Oh, man, I wish that was at home. Oh, uh, darn. Damn, that's excited. I mean, Kent State isn't too far, though. 
I don't want to drive there. It's not that far, though. Yeah, but just will go see the game. It's dirty people. <laughs> Kent State, we're not good people. I'm just saying that purely for business. I, I don't mean that in our any personal way, but as a zip, yeah. as a former zip, as a zip's alumni, I'm am inclined forever a zip, forever a zip. Hashtag forever a zip. <laughs> I'm inclined to say that uh, Kent, the Kent, what is a golden flash? By the way, we don't know. Uh, Kent Reed, Kent Wright, Kent State. That's all I have to say. About it's that. a it's an angry electric chicken. Basically, right? Yeah, they. I don't think they've ever won mascot of the year. We have. We got a banner in the jar for that. I'll take I'll take a kangaroo over a over a chicken. I agree. Zippy, she's the best. Best man, the the NCAA mascot of the year in 2007. <laughs> One of our prize banners in the jar. Anyways, uh, we have more important matters to talk about. Uh you know, folks, it's probably it was a long it was just a matter of time before this was going to come up on air for us and personally myself. Uh I, everybody knows how I feel about uh, the MLB. I'm I'm not one to shy away with those feelings uh, because, quite frankly, they deserve every piece of flack they get for what is happening right now. The MLB is currently in a lockout. Um, they have been in a lockout since December 1st. And uh, for those of you who are not familiar with the situation, uh, the lockout means nothing can happen within the MLB until there is a new uh, CBA agreement signed. Uh, the reason uh, there is no CBA agreement signed is because, to put it bluntly, the owners don't want to pay a lot of money. And the new CBA agreement, one of the main proponents of that, was going to be a uh, suggested salary floor. Instead of a salary cap, there would be a salary floor in which the owners have to pay X amount of money to build a team. And they said, oh, no. While they're clutching at their pearls, oh no, I don't want to do that. We can't afford that. We can't afford three three million dollars to a team while they're bathing in hundred dollar bills in a golden bathtub. No, I I don't want to be the only one who rants on this segment because I can. No, I can I'm I'm with you 100 percent on this. It's it's an absolute disgrace to the game of baseball. It's it's just insulting. It's. I feel like a salary floor is a much more realistic and reasonable goal than a salary cap because we all know the Yankees and the Dodgers of the league, but they're not going to want a salary cap. No. So if you, but then again, you're going to have all your Paul Dolans and all your cheap owners who don't want to have to pay a minimum of a hundred million a year because they don't want to spend. Trevor Bauer and a bunch of other players out west are making more than our entire payroll. Yes. If that doesn't scream that there is a problem in the MLB with salaries, I don't know what does. There needs to be a new agreement if they want this game to continue. That's the thing. I don't know if this game will continue, at least in 2022. Uh, the It is reported that they haven't had a serious conversation about the CBA. Uh, they met this past Thursday, uh, reportedly. However, the stuff they talked about this Thursday was not anything of seriousness. Um, it, I think what they talked about, let me find it here. Um, oh, one of my favorite quotes in this article is that Manfred also acknowledged that a lockout is quote unquote bad for business. You know what else is bad for business? No kidding. Having the Baltimore Orioles and the Arizona Diamondbacks roll out payrolls of $700,000 and having a single person 
that does not even register on the name list that people know in the MLB. That's bad for business. I but, think so. It just hurts competition overall, and that's one thing that the players want so bad. It's just an increase in competition, and teams are comfortable just tanking because the owners don't have to pay the money. They're tanking, and then they're getting good draft picks, and they can just trade off their their good players and get more money from it as well. Manfred also suggested in this article that the reason, the primary motivation behind the lockout, this I'm quoting all this, by the way. I'm not making this up was avoiding an in-season work stoppage, which did happen in 94, uh, which means there was no World Series played. Uh, but the why are we pretending after you guys don't even hide the fact so that you're trying to save, you're pinching pennies over millions of dollars. Why are we even trying to pretend at this point, you know? Yeah. It's... It's quite insulting to the fan base or the fan base that you're not driving away at this point. Here's my inherent problem with the MLB. The MLB think the whole entire draw of the league is the league. Mm -hmm. When in reality, they're there to watch the game of baseball and enjoy the players that are playing the game. Nobody's going to watch a baseball game to say, oh, man, I love the MLB and they're all their stupid business practices. Yeah. They think that, I said this off air, nobody hates baseball more than the owners of the baseball teams. And that is very, very obvious one now that we're inside a lockout. Yeah. So, gentlemen, uh, where do we see this ending, if at all, ending? I don't know. What is the end result here? Because I really don't know because I think we've seen this coming from years away. You know, this isn't some new thing. This has been a problem for a long time now. We knew that the CBA was going to expire, and we knew a lockout was pretty much inevitable because there have been absolutely no, there's been no common ground between the players and the owners. And I, I just don't see there being any reasonable, I don't know about reason. I don't know if there's any realistic solution that's going to at least hold baseball over until the next one. You know, they, they were barely able to just scratch out one uh, right before the COVID season. And it's and, and it's and like it little took things. them months. And it's little things like a, a universal DH. I think there's a lot more important pressing issues than just that going on. Which brings me back to what I said earlier. What they talked about this past Thursday was non-core economic issues, which included scheduling, grievance procedures, special events and or the drug and domestic violence policies. Which does not help your situation at all, Rob. I think I just wanted to, like, go into it smoothly with, like, preliminary conversations before getting down to the nitty-gritty economic details that are going to be debated for a while. Do you guys think they're just waiting until January for the winter meetings? I mean, spring training is going to be right around the corner. I mean, they got to get something it's done. It's always here before you know it. Exactly. Right. I know tickets just went on sale for spring training. I mean, it's going to be right you know around what? the corner. Here's what I propose. If the MLB wants to be in a lockout and be very selfish with what... You know what? I don't blame the players at all for this. You know either. what? Because if you're... You just do what you do. You take advantage of the system you're in. If you're getting paid $100 million a year to play a game... By all means, you deserve that, whatever. Fine. Here's what I propose for the fans. I propose that we stop allowing these businessmen who do not care about the great sport of baseball to 
we have to stop rewarding them for the poor products they put out on your TV screen and out on the field. Yeah. I suggest a fan lockout. Yeah. I'm Why suggesting not? that nobody spend any money going towards games because here's what I said. Like I I mentioned earlier, the the owners do not care about you. They see you as dollar signs. They do not care about putting a good product on the field as long as you come to the money or come to the field, spend a bunch of money on some beers, some uh, jerseys, whatever. That's all they care about. They don't care about if you guys win or not. Maybe there are a couple owners. And that's fine. But as a whole, the MLB ownership group it does a very poor job. And yeah. it's quite insulting as a baseball fan. It really is. I think the fans are the one who are getting hurt the most by this. Because it wasn't that long ago, baseball was the premier sport league in America. America's pastime. It used to be bigger than the NFL. Take me back to the times when gas was 50 cents a gallon. <laughs> when a nickel was only worth five cents. Oh. It, it's just... Go down to the soda and candy shop. <laughs> it, Talk to my dear Darlene. It's just, it's just a disgrace. I'm going to watch the Yanks. <laughs> yeah, because... You really like, only... Am I making a point here, or am I just speaking into the void? No. Like, you're, you're making great points. I'm with you 100%. It's just it's just a disgrace that the only teams that anyone cares about anymore is it baseball the big money teams. Yeah, the Yankees, Dodgers, Red Sox occasionally get you know your Braves in there sometimes, but it's it's this is the only sport where your success is directly correlated with the size of the market that you're in. Mm-hmm. NFL, Green Bay Packers, they're in the middle of nowhere. They are year they're, after year they're a in Super Wisconsin. Bowl. Yes, year after year they're a Super Bowl contender. With basketball, it's more about kind of what where people are drawn, more superstar-driven, but it's not necessarily the size of the market that matters. In baseball... Not anymore, at least. No. I'd say probably a decade ago, sure, that would yeah. play a factor. However, But now, even then, it's, like, it's not like anyone's, you know... It's not like the Knicks have been a powerhouse. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, exactly. Jake, I have a question for you. Uh, every time we talk about baseball up here and you are on the show... You are always the one to defend anything within baseball. I more so defend the Guardians against what you have to say about the Guardians. <laughs> Regardless. And yes, I've made the transition to no longer say Indians. I'm I'm working on it hard. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I, I don't think I've slipped up yet. I've like I've made a note to say it. Like I've gone out of my way to say like instead of like, oh, you know, the when does uh, when does baseball start back up? I go out of my way to say, oh, well, when do the Guardians start playing? It's like I'm yeah, trying yeah. to like do an accent when learning. I have to like <laughs> emphasize like the accent points. Guardians, we are going to watch the Guardians the game. Guardians. I was at the I was at the mall yesterday and uh, went to a couple sports shops. They do have official Guardian merch out in regular stores. They now, do. So I mean, they, they still got some too. Indian stuff out there on clearance. Uh, still, they're still making like Chief Wahoo ball caps and whatever, but. uh yeah, I'm seeing a lot of Guardian stuff out there now, but kind of like what we were going back to. If we want to have a fan lockout, everyone, don't buy any Guardians that would merch. Was that? I said that would never happen, a fan lockout. Well, okay, everyone, if you really want to watch baseball. If you honestly now, care about baseball. There are streams out there where you don't have to give the advertisers, you don't have to give them ratings or whatever. You can still watch them, okay? Don't show up to the games. Don't buy merch. Just watch, watch them. Some, just find a stream online. We, we as a fan base, in general, which is dwindling, by the way. The baseball has an inherent problem of marketing itself, which they don't do at all. Yeah, uh, they rely again. Like I said, they rely on the history of the game and its uh, popularity to 
just be the draw. When in reality, when you look at the NFL, when you look at the NBA, they, I mean, the NFL isn't there yet, but they're kind of starting to go towards it. Mm-hmm. The NBA has a right where they make the players the star of the show. They yeah. Those are the reason why you go to see the games. Because let's be honest, that is. I'm not and going. Even, I'm not going to watch. You know, I'm not going to watch a Cavs game. Just like two years ago, I wasn't going to watch a Cavs game to watch the Cavs as a whole and support the team. Well, I was there to support the team. I'm mixing yeah. my words, but I was there to watch the young guys develop. I'm not there to watch George Hill be a veteran presence off the bench. No, I'm not doing that. I'm there to watch the young. The, your stars are there. Why you're there. They're there to see Colin Sexton and Darius Garland. Exactly. Rise. And now look where they are. And but, bring it back to so baseball. You probably have the greatest baseball player ever playing right now in Mike Trout. Okay, I thought you were going to say a different name. Or who you thought I was going to say? Same team. Shohei Otani? I thought you were going to say him because he pitches too. But no, I'm no, happy no, no, you, no, no, no. I'm happy no, you did not say But I'm glad name. you brought that up because Shohei Otani should be a global superstar with the talent he's at. I think he was marketed pretty well this year, though. Yeah, but... Among the baseball community, sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's my point. He should be on ESPN getting top top lists for himself. He should be getting top claims. He should be a talking point on every sports show. And that's my point. Nobody cares about baseball in the mainstream. And that's the MLB's problem. They have to fix that, starting with they have to get their head out of their, you know what, and they have to change on how they inherently market themselves and how they do business. Even the NHL is doing a lot better at marketing themselves now. They signed some big deal with ESPN. You can watch any... They're on TNT! They're on TNT on uh, USA, I believe. Well, maybe not USA anymore. I don't know. I love those TNT commercials. Shaq has a hockey stick. That is so entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Even though he's they're on ESPN Plus, and uh, they're just doing a much better job at marketing themselves now, and it seems to be paying off already. And myself, I am noticing a lot more hockey fans. Yes. Just in the general area. I'm seeing a lot more Blue Jackets fans around. In fact, on campus the other week when the Jackets were playing the Jets, I saw a couple Winnipeg Jets fans here Good around. For them. So, yeah. So, it's hockey is definitely growing, and they have learned to market themselves after years of just not marketing themselves good. Like, if you wanted to watch a playoff game, you'd have to go on to, like, CNBC. It'd be like watching an NFL playoff game on, like, Fox Business. You know what I mean? It's ridiculous. But they've, they've turned that around. They have a new agreement, and I don't know why baseball can't look at them and do something similar. Just at least try to market yourselves better. At least, you know, and it's not even it's, – it's marketing the smaller teams, mm-hmm. you know? No one yeah. – uh, yeah. So, Kyle, you asked forever, how we think this is going to result. Yes. Um, I honestly see them implementing a salary floor, but probably – lower than what is what the players are asking for right now at least but I think they're going to put in some other different roles into the MLB that makes it more appealing to the general audience I know they proposed that that 16 team postseason format earlier in November I know they posted that I think that would kind of like be like the NBA play in where you give attention to those low market teams that don't really get into the playoffs very often I think with the MLB especially, just making the playoffs is what matters. It doesn't really matter about seeding because once you get into the playoffs, a lot can happen. A lot of different things can happen. And we just saw the Atlanta Braves win the World Series. And they had almost no chance at winning the World Series. The Tribe and the Braves almost had the same record. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, just making the playoffs, and now you're going to have half of the whole entire league make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to bring in a lot of attention. So they implement something like that and a lower salary floor just as a negotiation and settling and that's, it there. Uh, going back kind of the Braves, that's what gives me, like, a tiny little uh, beam of hope for baseball is that they were about the same record heading into August as, they, as the Indians then. Mm-hmm. And they ended up being aggressive, acquiring different players at the deadline, and they end up winning the World Series. Now, if Dolan would be willing to spend, I don't we know. We don't maybe, say that name here, Dan. Okay, so yeah, that that guy, <laughs> he who you, should not be named, you know who. If he spent, I don't know, maybe ten dollars on on a player every now and then or so, there, there you might be, be asking a little bit too much. Yeah, when's yeah, the true. when's the boxing match happening? Soon, he keeps rescheduling on me. I mean, you so, can you can probably make the main card of Jake Paul. He might he keeps he might bring you on. price on it. Man, you just really wanted to bring that up today, didn't you? He might he <laughs> might bring you on. He's all about it. He's all about it. We can talk about that later. But yeah, you know what, Paul, if I'm allowed to use first name basis here, because I think um, if it's a little disrespectful, hey, you know what, I'm sorry, you haven't shown any respect to your fan base whatsoever uh, for the last probably decade and a half. Um, I, I, I want to use words that I can't. So bad. But anyways, I, yeah, it's, here's it's my hard thing. Not to. Here, to go back to the point what what started here. Where do we see this ending? I honestly don't see a uh, 2022 season happening where, where we're at right now. I don't. Th- there's so many issues with <laughs> baseball in the MLB that need fixed, and this is the time to do it. Uh, if I'm the players. All I want to do is go play, which is which is understandable. Your issue is the owners. You have to make them pay. You have to realize that, hey, you're not what makes this league go. Sure, you sign the paychecks, but without those guys on the field, you wouldn't even be earning. You wouldn't even be able to sign those paychecks whatsoever. The players need to take a stand and show why the reason baseball is still a thing in America. And there's so many. Here's the thing. Do what the NBA did in 2010. Go play somewhere else for a little bit until you figure this out. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever watch Korean baseball? It is I've so much it. more entertaining than the MLB. Yeah. I watched it. I like uh, softball even more than current baseball. College softball is so fun to watch. Um, my thing, like Korean baseball, I watched it when I was still working at Planet Fitness because it was on like 5 in the morning. And they, when I went to work, they had it on ESPN. And that was one of the only things happening during COVID times is that Korean baseball was still playing. And it was so much fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, there was so much more fan interaction. Uh, there was a lot more life in the stadium. The players were having fun, which is a which is a huge no-no in the MLB. It's, it's the new no-fun league. Uh, yeah, if you're a player, you can't celebrate without there being some exactly. big controversy. And you know what? That's another, I hate bringing up the unwritten rules of baseball, but good Lord. If they're Get unwritten, over yourself. Really? Get over here. If yourself. they're unwritten, then they don't exist. Exactly. That's the thing. It's like you, you can't look at the bench. You can't taunt. You can't have fun. And it, pretty much the fact that every time we talk about baseball, the fact that it always turns into a conversation like this about how how just broken and bad the MLB is, that, that really says a lot. Yeah, I don't, see a, I don't see a season happening in 2022. I don't either. You know what? It's, I think the MLS is going to have a huge rise because they're growing. Let's go crew! Go crew. 
And also, let's go Blue Jackets. Well, they probably won't be playing into the summer with how they're playing right now. Oh, okay. But, well, you know, they kill my vibe. <laughs> but man. if you want to, uh, I don't know if they'll be on TV, but during COVID times, when you were watching Korean baseball, mm-hmm. I was watching Australian football. That is the best sport, I think, on earth. Maybe besides Australian hockey. Australian football? It, it is entertaining. Okay. Best sport on earth, though? I say so. On but earth? Maybe besides hockey. Okay. Uh, you know what? I got to throw curling in there as well. I do love me some curling. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. You know, I get made fun of for liking curling, but it's so much. It's so interesting to watch. <laughs> I have to watch in the Winter Olympics this year. Oh, my gosh. It's so fun to watch. It's like people that. Okay. So this is why I enjoy curling before we go into break. Um, it is dudes that look like they could just hop off the couch and just play it. And they can masterfully sweep the ice and make this 30 pound stone glide gloriously. And stop in the middle of a target. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm sorry, but it's awesome. Uh. Anyways, final thoughts on the baseball walkout, gentlemen. I see no end in sight, so I don't. We'll either. see how it goes. I do see an end. Hopefully, we will see Guardians when? baseball in 2022. Oh, I don't know when. I just see like how it would end with like the whole salary. Do we think it's going to be another short season? Probably. It might be depending at all. Especially if they don't get, like, enough spring training and mm-hmm. uh, things like that prior to the season end, then they might have to. You know what? I would not be opposed to another shortened season. I thought the shortened season was actually really entertaining. It was. I like Every it. game mattered. Exactly. Every game mattered. And it wasn't all diluted because my, my attention span, not to go on too long, of baseball lasts from about after the NBA and NHL finals are over all the way until about when NFL preseason begins. It's a pretty short mm-hmm. window. Yes. So if they shorten the season, which I know the owners will never approve of, I think that could be very good for viewership. I, I think it did very well in 2020. So we'll see. All right. When we come back, we're going to talk about the Cavs, uh, which is the opposite of the discussion we're having now right now. Like Dan is wearing a Cavs hat. I'm wearing a Cavs hat. Uh, Jake is not wearing a hat at all. Um, <laughs> but we're going to talk about happy things. And we'll also hear from uh, Dan. We'll talk. Uh, hear more from hockey. Uh, you heard the little tease we talked about a couple times. We'll get a power play from Dan uh, and much more when we come back. This is Sports Power Talk right here on 88.1 WZIP. Stay tuned.